0: Vakshantika Bhakti Mata, Vekyur. Vakshantika Bhakti Mata, Vekyur. Matascha Matyam. Matasabarvatascha. Matascha Matyam. Worshipped, Worshipped By the demigods, by the demigods. Duda-saringani. 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 Possessing forms, Possessing forms. Not easily seen Not maha Greatly wonderful Greatly wonderful Ramchandhi. 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 They protect Tat-bakti-maktah the devotees of the Lord ka ne from, from, from others who are inimical maktah from me, me. Yamaraj and my order cha-cha and, and, and Maradyam. 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 the human beings, beings. atab thus, thus. So so from everything cha ja. ja. and, and The audit carriers of Lord Vishnu who are worshipped even by the demigods possess wonderful bodily features exactly like those of Vishnu and are very rarely seen. The Vishnu Dutas protect the devotees of the Lord from the hands of enemies, from envious persons and even from my jurisdiction as well as from natural disturbances. Yamaraj has specifically described the qualities of the Vishnu Dutas to convince his own servants not to be envious of them. Yamaraj warned the Yamadutas that the Vishnu Dutas are worshipped with respectful obeisances by the demigods and are always very alert to protect the devotees of the Lord from the hands of enemies, from natural disturbances and from all dangerous conditions in this material world. Sometimes the members of the Krishna Consciousness Society are afraid of the impending danger of world war and ask what would happen to them if a war should occur.
1: In all kinds of danger,
0: they should be confident of their protection by the Vishnu Buddhist or the Supreme Personality of Godhead, as confirmed in Bhagavad-gita, kanteya nāme bhaktā Material danger is not Meant for devotees. This is also confirmed in Srimad Bhagavatam. Badam In this material world there are dangers at every step. But they are not meant for devotees who have fully surrendered under the murderous feet of the Lord. The devotees of Lord Vishnu may rest assured of the Lord's protection and as long as they are in this material world, they should fully engage in devotional service by preaching the cult of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Lord Krishna, namely the Hare Krishna movement of Krishna consciousness. Oh, my Ganatim and Dasya Ganamjana Surakaya Chachorum Militam Pena. Just my Sri Gurveena. Sri Chaitan Pishtam. Stop itam Jena Boothae. So what's the first point here? Don't be envious of devotees. Right? Don't be envious of devotees, here Grandpa said. Uh, Yamaraj has specifically described the qualities of the Vishnu Bhuttas to convince his own servants not to be envious of them. And why? because it appears to the Yama that the Vishnu Dutas are outside of their jurisdiction. And of course they are. The devotees are beyond the realm of material existence. Their activities are purely on a spiritual platform. Although that's qualified. That doesn't mean every devotee, every devotee, because we know there are different levels of devotee. Rupa Goswami recommends us to analyze, to discriminate, discriminate. We should, you know, sometimes we say, oh, discrimination, we shouldn't discriminate. But we're not, we're not, everything's all the same. Everything's all one because it isn't. It's not. There are subtleties in presentation, there are subtleties in manifestation, and there are subtleties in uh, mood, right? Uh, attitude, or in um, uh, motivation. This is really it motivation. And, and a, lot of what, a lot of what a devotee does is pretty much the same as anybody else. But what is different is their purpose. Right? Their purpose. You know Prabhupada makes a point. Where there's a desire to serve Krishna but get some material benefits for yourself, that's called karma yoga. Right? Where there's a desire to accumulate knowledge to impress others with one's erudition then that's called jnana yoga. Interesting, right? And where there's a desire to just please Krishna and to serve Krishna, that's called bhakti. Bhakti means that all of one's desires for
1: Well, all of one's
0: motivations are basically, the desire is, uh, well, two things mentioned in the 18th chapter, also mentioned in the uh, uh, the 6th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita. What is it? Anāsvita kārāna-phalāṁ One gives up the results of one's work to Krishna. One's not attached to the results of what one does, right? And the other thing mentioned in the beginning of the eighteenth chapter, or clarified in the beginning of the eighteenth chapter, is that one works not motivated by personal desire, but rather, again, to please Krishna. Two aspects of that mood of surrender, right? I'm doing this. Because Krishna wants me to do it Because it's my duty right. This is what Krishna is saying to our journey right. You do this because this is your service And the results you give to Krishna They're not yours right. What's that verse? Idam Krishna Idam This is a the verse that uh, when they do the jukies in my book at the end of each offering, other to them. Here, the, the guru could it is. Right? What does that mean? This is for Krishna; it is not for me. Right. This is the moon. And of course, the devotees know that they will be protected. Right. In that. In that regard. In that moon. Of service or surrender, Prabhupada says, Krishna says, I'll protect you, I'll look after you. Huh? And so, for the devotee who's in that mood, he or she feels such a connection with Krishna that they're not worried about the future. They're not. They're not concerned about you know, what, what, uh, what's that radio station that we're all connected to? You know what that is? WIIFM You know what that means? What's in it for me? Right. What's in it for me? But a devotee is not in it for anything other than for Krishna does Krishna. And what a wonderful position that is. And, and it is enviable actually, right? Who would be envious of such a person as Siva Prabhupada because he's such a pure devotee. He's admired by everybody, loved by everyone. Dira Dira Priya right. what is it, Bhojito, uh, uh, the the six goswamis were liked by everybody because they weren't envious of anyone and because everything they did was for the benefit of all. This is described by Krishna in Bhagavad Gita. Whatever a devotee does, he or she is loved by everyone because they work for the benefit of everyone. This is a this is a symptom, and and so you know. It's quite easy to be envious of somebody who's liked everyone. How come you're liked by everyone and nobody likes me? Right? Or how come you're getting respect from everyone and and I'm as good as you? Why not me? Huh? Have you ever felt like that? No. You're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> The Yamaraj is saying to the dutas, don't be envious of the Vishnu dutas. Which means don't be envious of the devotees, because they're special, they're very special people. And that's a theme that's running through this whole. Ajahnara was fallen, right? just like most of us are fallen. Well, uh, at least one of us is anyway. So but when one takes to the chanting of Hare Krishna, we see that Miller was fallen, but he was still chanting. Right? And because of that, even though he was fallen, he got an opportunity to perfect his life. And of course, that's important to all of us. We all have an opportunity to perfect our lives by chanting Hari Krishna. And even though that's a really simple thing, one sense, right? I remember once when my wife and I started chanting Hare Krishna, and we were attempting to just start uh, chanting 16 rounds, and. Um, Achim Shripa said, oh, I can't do this and I said, what's wrong with you, you can say Hare Krishna and Rama <laughs> How hard is it? Right? Anyway, we persevered Then was was some easier. So I think you know, we woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning, pitch dark and then had to stay awake to chant Hare Krishna so, you know, One says, okay, very simple but not necessarily easy because no? it requires effort and focus, and you've got to pay attention, and it requires you know a significant amount of effort. But it looks easy. No? It can be dismissed as a, oh, not very important, not very significant. But actually, it's it. Of of all of the achievements that you could hope to master, the chanting of Hare Krishna for us is, you know, key, critical to making progress, to being successful in life, really. But for those who do, for those who put the effort into learning how to chant and becoming Pure-hearted as a result, because the chanting of Hare Krishna brings it, well, enables us to identify where our attachments are internally, where where we are still attached to karma, where we're still attached to jnana, and be able to give that up to Krishna. Give it up, so that then our actions, instead of our actions being motive, being motivated by personal consideration. They're all motivated by a desire just to please and serve Krishna. And and uh, um, pleasing and serving Krishna means pleasing and serving uh, the devotees right? as well, has it mentioned here. So um, yes, even though uh, it may appear that it, it may appear that the devotees are you know not that important or not very special or you know, we're all chanting Hare Krishna and so we're all equal, uh, it's it, it, the, the external. Um, sometimes uh, betrays the internal, what's actually going on within the hearts of the vice within the hearts of the, of the devotees. And so we have to learn to, on the one hand, we have to learn to discriminate between who's a beginner, who's a uh, you know, middle, madhya and who's in Uttama, Bhakta, we need to be able to discriminate at the same time we need to be very, very respectful to all of the devotees and very appreciative of of their efforts. Even the so-called little (laughs) devotees are still big, big personalities. Uh, uh, Certainly in the eyes of the demigods, and that's mentioned here, right? Uh, What is it? Durdasha Lingani, very rarely seen, right? Vishnu uh, Surapujitani, the demigods worship the devotees. Again, a the recurring theme in this section. Even sort of, Prabhupada mentions how when he sees his in the version Prabhupada mentions when, uh, when he sees his disciples wearing tilak and robes, you know, and showing Hare Krishna, they look like residents of Vaikutta. Like uh, you know, sometimes people wonder, well, why are we wearing dhotis and saris? You know, why do we dress like that? Why don't we just turn up in our shorts and jeans? You know, it's all it's our heart. It's in your, It's your heart that matters. Of course it is. It, your heart does. But also at the same time, Prabhupada encouraged us to dress in these ways because you know in a Bhagavatam when you see when you hear the descriptions of Krishna and how he appears with Lord Vishnu you don't hear that he's wearing Levi James. Right? Five ones. No, he's, got a, he's wearing a golden donate. Right. that's what Prabhupada wanted. that's the way the and saris, because we appear there like demigods, right? we, we, we appear like the residents of Vaikutta, and are worshipped here by the demigods. Right? The is worshipable. So, um, and here it is mentioned, well, Prabhupada mentions, Uh, The Vishnu Jews are worshipped with respectful obeisances by the demigods and are always very alert to protect the devotees of the Lord. And here, from the hands of enemies, from natural disturbances and from all dangerous conditions in this material world. Now I might say, How come the devotees aren't always protected? You know, sometimes they meet with accidents, sometimes, you know, people are getting killed by COVID or whatever. Does that mean they're not being protected? Not necessarily. It may be, and it always is actually, that what happens to us is orchestrated by Krishna, it is arranged by the Lord. So, at the same time as we're being protected, you know, we also have to face the fact that the material world and Krishna warns us. What well, is it? Dukalayama Sasvatana. Material creation is a place of misery and temporary, uh, temporality. Uh, and sometimes, uh, you know, we may meet our, we eventually we're going to meet our demise some point in time. We, 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 even though it's said that the devotee lives forever, that's in a spiritual form, not in a material form. Right? So here, the devotees are always protected. Sometimes, and Prabhupada says here, sometimes the devotees wonder what will happen if there's a world war? What happens if there's a bomb dropping on our head? What, what was Prabhupada's response when the devotees were asking him this and that? He said, What if there's a bomb dropping on our head? What do we do? Yeah, exactly. This is the Hare Krishna fix all solution. (laughs) Chana Hare Krishna. In all kinds of banja, Prabhupada says, we should be confident of the protection by the Vishnu Dudas and the Supreme Personality of Godhead, as confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita. And that's there for the devotees who are constantly chanting and constantly hearing and who are constantly fixed on their service and performing their service without consideration for personal gain, but because they just like to serve. And this is a symptom. Symptom of a devotee is that they like to serve. Not... do that, do have to do that? Huh? We should be happy to serve. In any circumstance. So make sure it's a symptom of a... of a journey. That they like to serve. Whether they are recognized, whether it's menial, whether it's elevated, there's a pleasure derived from doing that service which is dependent on one's connection with Krishna. And that connection is determined by the purity of intent. When there's a desire to well, and, and and that's exemplified by Lord Caitanya's uh, prayer: "Nada <laughs> nam, nada nam, na sumduri jagadish kamale mama jamanik jamanishvaree babhadabakti Bhakti dikli Na No, wealth, no nah, no followers, no sumduri, nor no beautiful women. I don't want those things." But what does he want? Ahoitaki, uh, uh, bhakti. Right. Unmotivated uh, bhakti twayi, bhakti to you, devotion to you. Right. This, is, well, Lord, this is Lord Chaitanya's prayer. Let me have unmotivated, no money, no followers. No recognition. You know, there are sometimes devotees only they feel, "Oh, I've been a devotee for so long." You know, why aren't people recognising? I haven't made any progress. People aren't recognising me. But that's not necessarily mis- Okay, people may recognise you as a devotee, but that's not a measure of advancement, right? And especially if that's what you want, it's not. Not healthy. I've seen this with my friends, you know, our big Sankatan collectors in the days when the more paintings you sold, the more advanced you were. Right? Mm-hmm. And but when the paintings era was over and they stopped getting the recognition, those a number of those ways became very depressed and disconsolate because they weren't getting the attention that they were getting before. Right? And it hurt them. You know, it's nice when your name is read out, number one, you know, Uh, uh <laughs> do put anybody on the spot. So many bullet points and so much actually co- connected, and then everybody goes, "Jai Jai and <laughs> right. 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 you think, "Whoa, it's me! Oh, I'm such a wonderful devotee!" Right? But we got to watch after that because that's actually a trap. Because what about the next day? You know, you're number, you're number twenty in a list of you know thirty devotees, and you're down the bottom. Does that mean that you are a worse devotee than you were the previous day? Of course not. And these are subtle things. These are subtle. These are subtle things that happen uh, to the devotees. There can be obstacles in making progress in devotional service. Wanting to be recognized. Wanting to be important. And you know what happens is, I'll tell you what happens, I've done it myself many times. You think that you're special and you get proud and then you commit offences to others. And then have a guess what happens? Krishna trims you down to size. And you know what happens then? You get angry, you get upset and then your true character is revealed. And it is embarrassing uh, You fight with others and then, then you realise oh, What's wrong with me? What's happened? I thought I was a beautiful idiot I'm now behaving like an idiot <laughs> So uh, We need to be very respectful And, and pay attention to our motivations and and make sure that our service attitude is is correct. Um, that we're not looking for you know for basically material things like money and wealth. Well, same thing. Uh, Was it money, followers, uh, women? And of course, Prabhupada mentions, you know, on the path of bhakti, these things are, have been obstacles since the beginning of creation. Right? These, are, these are not new things. And, and, and of course, they're gross things. There's the more subtle things that we need to watch out for profit, distinction, adoration. Thank you. What's it? Fan. Fan, yeah, distinction distinction. Of course, every devotee is distinctive, uh, because of devotee. But again, levels, there are levels of bhakti, And the highest is actually that person who is um, purely motivated to perform their service. At all levels. And all types of service, you know, we should value the service of every devotee. Not that some services are material and others are spiritual. No, all of the services in, in the International Society of Krishna Consciousness, all of them, are spiritual. All of them. Our actions, there is no material action in a Krishna, unless it's motivated for personal benefit. Everything that we do, cleaning, you know, cleaning, distributing books, worshiping the deities, cooking,
1: managing,
0: you know, all of these activities, they're all purely spiritual. It's not a material activity in the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. We shouldn't, we need to, you know, if we think, oh, he's a manager the other day. there was a bit of a dispute. Oh, you're just a manager. Hmm. What is he managing? Krishna's temple. What is he managing? Krishna's kitchen. Krishna's devotees. How is that? That's not material, that's purely spiritual activity. But sometimes, you know, there is this mood sometimes. Oh, you're a manager. Ooh. But if, if, if 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 if, if, if or, or you know look down on a pot washer ah just doing the pots right you the pot washer or the toilet cleaner ooh to clean the toilet oh material but it's not right well the Amarish Maharaj do when he came to the temple Maja Adi Shu Adi means what? What does Adi mean? Adi Etc. Et Adi, no, uh, no, Adi We have Adi Lila, Maja and Amcha Lila What does Adi mean? The first, the beginning Maja Adi Shu So came to the temple, what did you do? Clean it what is what is it? Sri Vigrahara Dana nityanana Sringara Tan Mandira Marjanado. Okay. Who can guess what marjanado means in that verse? We sing it every morning. Right. Vigrahara Dana nityanana Sringara, what does that mean? Sringara. Dressing the deities, right? Sringara, Bhagavat Mahajanana. What does that mean? First, he cleans the temple. So the Guru, our guru the Guru, Guru Bhagavan, right? The Guru is doing what? Worshipping Krishna, Sri Bhagavat Nitya, always, right? always in a variety of ways, right? No no. Uh, Sringala time, so addressing the deities, but beginning with cleaning the temple. And engages his disciples in doing this the, the verse. Uh, we sing it every day. But we forget it when it comes to cleaning the temple. Oh no, I've got to wash the pots, oh, I can't do that. Gotta get somebody else, we've got to pay somebody. But I don't do it, so we've got to be careful, careful of some of these moods uh, where there's a lack of motivation to serve Krishna, or because um, uh, uh, that's the flip, the flip side. You know, there's the desire to, it's motivation, passion actually. Prabhupada mentions, oh, Krishna mentions where we don't do our duty we avoid doing our duty so we have to be careful we've got to watch out for these because then if we're not truly really motivated then we may not get the protection of Krishna the full protection, we'll certainly get protected but if we want that full protection and that feeling of complete protection and just the you know the, the connection with Krishna, when it's purely motivated, is that we feel, Prabhupada says, you'll feel the ecstasy of serving. Right? So purely motivated devotees feel happy doing whatever is required to serve. Even if it's difficult. Even if it's difficult. Just like you know, it wasn't easy for Arjuna to kill his relatives. Can you imagine what what an incredible challenge it was after face Vishnu Dave his grandfather who he'd been worshiping all of his life and then he had to face him and with the intent to kill him. Woo! Not easy. Uh-huh. And I uh, what did Krishna say? Oh, he yes. say, okay, "That's pretty hard. You don't have to do that." Uh-huh you have to do it? And that's a, real test. I, I, that's a real test. A test of sincerity is, you know, day in, day out, facing the challenges of life, I suppose. But if we are, if we have that mood of if that mood is there, then nāme bhaktā pranasyati my right? devotee never perishes. Here, Prabhupada says, material danger is not meant for devotees. padam padam yadvipadam māteśam There are dangers at every step, but they are not meant for devotees who have fully surrendered under the lotus feet of the Lord. So that's where we want to we want to be at that fully surrendered uh, stage so that we get the full protection. But even if we're not, look what happened to Ajayon. Look we just see the, the protection that we get, even if we're Chani Hare Krishna and we still got a little bit of desire in a heart. Huh? Or in Ajahn's case, completely fallen, really, when you think about it. But here, Prabhupada says, the pure devotees of Lord Vishnu may rest assured of the Lord's protection. And as long as they are in this material world, they should fully engage in devotional service by preaching the cult of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Lord Krishna, namely the Hare Krishna movement of Krishna consciousness. So we're in the right place. We're in the right place. We're doing the right things. We want to become pious. No. Because a pious person alone can know Krishna. But what kind of piety? It means a pure not that you do meritorious deeds or you give in charity or that you build damshalas or whatever. No, not that kind of dharma. And of course Krishna says uh, Sarva dharma Padidhya give up all of this dharma but there is a piety mentioned in the 7th chapter of the, of the Bhagavad Gita and that's the piety that comes from bhakti pure devotion and, and the way we arrive at that is very interesting we do that through hearing and chanting the very basics of bhakti Right. Hearing and chanting, chanting Hari Krishna, Hari Krishna, 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 Hari, 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 Hare. and what? Chanting the Bhagavad chanting the Bhagavad Gita, chanting Brahma Samhita. You know, hearing and chanting because that builds. You know, so like hearing and chanting is like you know spiritual. Uh, Bodybuilding, I mean, it's building your spiritual body yeah. uh, and building spiritual strength. Right? And it comes, I mentioned this the other day in the latest fact, there's this is an article the about says we become fixed in consciousness by kirtanam. So, hearing, and of course, with kirtanam, is hearing. Right? Coming. Is your first day at school today? Second. Second? second Okay, it's a freaking world idea. <laughs> but Krishna's protecting us even when we go to school. Huh? Krishna protecting you when you go to school? Sorry? Yeah. Although I think you can probably look after yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, any comments or questions on any of these points? We should respect the Vaishnavas, but we should know at what? We should learn to appreciate the different levels of bhakti, right? And we should aim ourselves to be pure devotees. And we do that by chanting Hare Krishna and by regularly reciting the Vedic literature. Quite many things. Uh, Taking you Associating with devotees. Preaching. i probably get this point, but preaching. Book distribution. Priya. Oh, hang on. Um, Cynthia had a hand up first. She's saying it to you. I didn't was that about Gajendra? Is the yeah. mic on? Well, it is on but yeah. I, 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 really, I talk to you softly. I can't hear you. Why? When Gajendra chanted the Supreme Lord came himself. When Gajendra chanted, yes. Yep. The Lord came directly, but when Acharya chanted Nara, the Vishnu Dudas came. So why did the Lord come there and the Lord that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I don't know. (laughs) Because it's not, I I can't recall it being explained. But let's see. You see, Gajendra's situation was a very special one. And in the course of his fighting with the crocodile, because this is Maharaj. In a jumna, wasn't it? And Maharaj, <laughs> In the form of a crocodile. Right. So there was two devotees actually fighting when you think about it. Oh, well, Debbie God and the devotee. And devotees, right. And um, it was an opportunity for Gajendra, the fallen devotee, to remember the Lord. Right? He remembered the prayers of his previous life. And that spontaneous show of what? <clears throat> well, dependence? Right? Spontaneous show of dependence was so powerful and so strong that the Lord came himself. Right? See how powerful his bhakti was. That he got the uh, darshan, darshan of the Lord. And he must have done something pretty, you know, to take birth as an elephant. He must have done something a bit off. But right? You would think, what did did Juna Maharaj do to have to take birth as a the elephant? What did he do? He didn't respect Agastya. Affed to devotee, huh? He didn't receive Agastya respect for... Actually, he was meditating on the law and he forgot to receive the devotee. A slip-up. Minor slip-up, but still he had to take birth as an elephant. Which shows how careful we have to be in dealing with devotees. Because ordinarily, a devotee doesn't take birth as an animal. But we see with Bharat Maharaj, with Ibn Maharaj, a discrepancy, but still as a result of their previous pious activities they got elevated, they were liberated, right? Even though Bharat Maharaj was born as a Deer, he could still remember his previous life. So, not an ordinary animal, not deeply in the mode of ignorance. But in the Jumna Maharaj, taking birth as Gajendra, most of the time I guess he was in ignorance, enjoying himself as the king of the elephants. But at the time of that struggle, by Krishna's amazement, he remembered his previous and the Lord himself appeared. So, obviously special, very, very special personality, right? Whereas Ajahnya um, was saved by the devotees. But, the interesting thing is, he got the same result. Or pretty much the crossword saying, you know, he got elevated to Vaikuntha Just like I was reinstated as a as devotee. So um, why? I, 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 I don't. It, it's 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 Leela. Leela Shakti. Krishna is in, in, in control, anything can happen. Right? But interesting, you see? The, and why we have to be respectful to the devotees because even if it's just a devotee that came still you get perfection. What is it? Sadhu Sangha, Sadhu Sangha, Sava Shastra Koi Lava Matra, Sadhu Sangha, Sarva Siddhi Hoi So you get the association of a devotee you, you, you still get perfection. Right. And it's rare. It is actually rare. This is why Indra Maharaj is such a special uh, personality. The the original Indra Maharaj and also the current Indra Maharaj is a special personality. (laughs) Uh, But the original in that the Lord came. It's not very often that the Lord comes. You see in the past times that the Lord Himself appears to, to save somebody. Not always like that. Often, but not. It's quite rare. So why? Well, that's a yeah. Interesting. Good. A very good question. We can meditate on this all day long and never come up and not know why. Sydney, <laughs> uh, so yeah, what I want you to do is go and have a look in the past time of indigenous and see if there's a mention, okay? And then you can report back. <laughs> okay. This is your homework. <laughs> Bogota homework. Wow, I think maybe because there's a difference in puppy, because... Of the and that's of the why he wrote this note from him. Well, that was, that's the little part. <laughs> when he was he thinking about silence and then uh, he came, he did not break it or not break it. So and then he convinced uh, him. But when, when they called after to Narayana, I'm saying that Shijinda had, at least in his past he had already changed about what he said. I don't know that Okay, uh, yes, why not? It's a speculation, but it's a speculation based on Shastra, so it's okay. Yeah. Prabhupada says you can speculate. So when you don't make things up and you do it based on the evidence, right? well, the statements of Shastra, then it's fine. And that's what we should be doing. That's what the Bible for, actually. It's for thinking. Well, it's for stimulating thoughts about bhakti, devotional service, and thinking. What is it? What is it? Why is that's a, good, that's a good question. Did you come up with that idea yourself, did you, or did you get that from someone else? Um, I got it. Very good. How old are you? Eight. Age of ten? Huh? God knows what I was thinking of. <laughs> At ten. I can tell you. But I won't. <laughs> it was Yellow Submarine and Hello Goodbye and other pop trivia. Did you want a taxi? Mm Krishna. Comment? Based on how you began the class at the different levels of devotees, would that be a reason how the Lord reciprocates with his advancement? Well, that's what we're saying, and you're developing that idea. Because... Yeah, uh, interesting. But, But here's the thing, you see, does that mean... A devotee is not as good as getting Lord Vishnu's presence. No, but the second point is Vishnu does not differ from the Lord. In so previous book, what said that they are equally. That's right. When a devotee comes, it's as good as Narayan, right? <clears throat> you know, when a devotee comes, and you know some of the devotees that preached to me when I was a young, they're now not. They're not practicing anymore. One of them I know is who left his body in very questionable circumstances. But when he preached to me, he increased my faith in the chanting of Hare Krishna. So just because a devotee had some difficulty later on doesn't mean that at that time when he... And, and the thing is, what does a devotee do? What you know what does Prabhupada say is a qualification of a guru? First qualification of a guru, what is it? Huh? Faith. What Fate. is it? Faith. Oh yes. But what does he what does he do? Preach. And what does he preach? About Krishna. About no. Krishna. And what in what way? In what way? In the Sadhana, practically,
1: showing it repeats the same message.
0: Repeats the same message as Krishna. Perhaps appropriate for time, place, and circumstance, but it's still consistent with Krishna's message. Right? So if you're presenting Krishna's message faithfully, right, it will have an effect. Because, you know. And it's very interesting, in the in Dasamuna Tattva, the first principle is Amnaya Tattva. And the Amnaya Tattva means the the faithful presentation of the Vedas through the disciplic succession. Right? It's a principle of our Tattva, our Vaishnava Tattva. Right? This principle of disciplic succession and the disciplic succession presenting the, v- the Vedas, or the Vedic, you know, what is it? Uh, uh, um, uh, presenting faithfully Yaa Siddhanta, effectively. Right? So if the Vedas is representing the parampara, Prabhupada gives you the example, it's like an electrical connection where you plug into the power point and you're immediately connected to the powerhouse. Even though the plug is hundreds of kilometres away from the powerhouse you plug it in, turn it on, psst! Uh, look at the moment that electricity is out and drop on the house because we're not connected properly. And we're going to have to pay the electricity quite a few thousand dollars to fix it. Uh, mm. Now, but keep in mind that some of that wiring is over a 100 years old. Uh, so that's why it needs to be
1: we need to fix it up
0: so that we don't have to look at it again for another hundred years. <laughs> but, but you want to be connected. Not properly connected, click the switch, poof, no light. Right? And this is the beauty of the Parampara. A devotee bring Krishna is is more than light years away. He and he He's in the spiritual world and we're stuck in the depths of ignorance in the material world. So Krishna is so far away we can't see him. But with the association of a devotee, following this principle of Raya-tapha, following the guru-pastra, faithfully presenting the devotee message, then boom, what happens? All of a sudden Krishna comes very close to us. What we, what we couldn't understand or, or fail to understand uh, without the association of devotees. When well, we've got the association of devotees, then all of a sudden this notion of Krishna and the, you know him being so far away and irrepro- irre- irre- unapproachable, all of a sudden we feel, oh yeah, Krishna's real, and I can have a relationship with him right? all through the association of the devotees. A so good point you know, um, they have, getting the association of the devotees is as good as getting Krishna's association. Because they, they bring Krishna so, you know, close to us. Vijay was mentioning that Ajami took me to call Narayan, he was just calling his son, because Jendrila knew that... Yes, good point. Oh, yeah. yeah. He called. He called. Specifically, the Lord, whereas Ajamel was a bit mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> but not, you know, but mixed up enough for the, for the vision and do to come. So, what does that tell us? What does that tell us? Don't give up hope. Don't give up hope. Keep charming. Really Devotees more merciful The Vishnu Duda's came because he was chanting the name of Narayana. And so that underlines the potency of chanting Hare Krishna. You know, we just don't. We don't sometimes appreciate how fortunate we are when we chant. And how, you know, we're creating our Prabhupada's actually created our piety for us by giving us the chant. And you know, sometimes you're chanting Hare Krishna, it feels like a children's cardboard. Mm-hmm. Huh? You ever had that experience? Or it's late at night, you know, and you think. <laughs> <laughs> and you think, oh, I can't do it to uh mind. Lazy mind. This is too hard. you should stop. (laughs) But you keep going. It's funny, you know, last night I was feeling terrible, 8 o'clock, you know, I had quite a few rounds of chanting. And when I started off, I just felt like, oh God, you know, I'm just getting nowhere. And then I realised, I was, when I chant, I'm often thinking, you know, when am I going to enjoy this? When am I going to? You know, when am I going to get something out of it? <laughs> then I really kind of realized, nah, not the right attitude. Just do it, because you should do it. You know, got to practice what you preach. Bro. And then, as I got closer to finishing off my rounds, even though it was late, but as I got closer, I started getting energy. Started getting... It's, the chanting was... Well, um, I was hearing the mantra, at least I was hearing the mantra, was, that, that, that is, as much as I could admit. Uh, so, you know, sometimes, and, and Krishna mentions in the Bhagavad Gita, what's poison in the beginning, right, but becomes nectar in the end is the goodness. So we've got to keep up that, something, we've just got to keep up that, that attitude even though sometimes it's hard it's like dark, black you know, you can't Oma Gana A Gana, right? You just, everything is ignorance when you chant and everything just looks black Have you experienced that while you're chanting? I have Anyway, he might not, because <laughs> sometimes it's a general agreement that feels so bad. Yeah. Have you, there was a song by the Rolling Stones in the mid-sixties, it was called Painted Black. Right. And it's a song about his Depression, the fellow's depression. I see a red door and I want to paint it black. Right. This is the, hell of the song goes. It's just about this depression. And the mind can be like that sometimes, just black. Right? So what do you do? Give up? No. Key chanting. Key chanting. And this because and that's also mentioned by well, I mean, you Ruka know, it's like the tongue is afflicted with the jaundice of ignorance. Right? And so what does it do? It doesn't want to chant. And you know, when you've got jaundice and you taste something sweet, it tastes bitter. Huh? So when we're in, in this materially afflicted stage, when we chant, it feels like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> You just got to keep chanting it, because that's the medicine. And it's actually sweet. When you take the medicine, then what happens? The chanting becomes more and more relishable. And you know, by the time you've got the 16 rounds, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> right. That's what happens. Unless we're charming offensively or whatever. That's what we've got to look into. But... Alright, thank you. Nice points. Thanks, well, where's Sydney. Sydney, you've gone to school? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <coughs> we kept it. We kept her here all that time so she could answer that ask that question. And um, thanks, Priya. Thanks.